Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! This is the moment you all have been waiting for! It's time for the global sensation, the one, the only, the undisputed much for being with us again. This is Paul Kramer, your host. This is the Mass Timber Construction Podcast, and what a week it has been in Mass Timber Construction sector. First up from Sweden and Rise, R-I.se, if you want to go and have a look at the website, have just released a research paper on five compartmental fire uh, tests using cross-laminated timber and glue-laminated timber, both in beam and column orientation, to test the results of uh, fire egress, uh, the heat release rate, the char uh, lamella fall-off, and looking at glue and adhesives plus protected and non-protected wall structures. And uh, the test results are actually quite incredible. After the five full-scale compartment tests, the statistical analysis and the predictive modelling says do not expose any more than two CLT walls within a compartment at any one time. Five real-scale compartment fire tests constructed in CLT slabs using glue lamb beams and columns were done in accordance with UX product standards. The compartments had surface areas of exposed mass timber equal to up to two times the area of the floor plan. The four hour long tests showed that compartments with such quantities of exposed wood exhibited continuous decay in hot spots and embers after flashover. The tests indicate the presence of two exposed wall surfaces in any one corner should be avoided to ensure that this issue does not pervade. The report also went on to talk about the fact that the fires were completely unrealistic fire scenarios given that there was no intervention by sprinklers nor from fire authorities and so that this was an occurrence of a situation where a a compartment fire occurred without any intervention. The conclusions of the study were also that demonstration of the materials mass timber could withstand long duration compartmental fires without the occurrence of delamination as per the ANSI and the APAPRG 320-2018 standard. The fire scenarios tested in the study corresponded with improbable events, sprinklers not functioning, the fire service interference is not successful within the first four hours. Under these conditions, the statistically severe fire scenario with high load was tested aiming to make the conclusions more general generally applicable while the limits of exposing mass timber have been investigated more information on the statistical analysis can be found within the report and the report is located on the ri.se website so if you go and find the fire testing that's recently done you can download a full pdf report of the project Coming up at the end of this month, the 18th and 19th of March, TimberCon will be a completely virtual event. 
And with over 20 years of experience, Andrew Lawrence is a global timber specialist with Arup, and he will be speaking at the event. He's also a member of the European Timber Design Code Committee and uh, the Royal Academy of Engineering Visiting Professor at Timber Engineering in Cambridge. So Andrew will be speaking about his passion for timber and what it means to construct in timber being a renewable resource for further advancement of better ways to build in the future. So you can go to the TimberCon website as um, they're doing it in partnership with the Mass Timber Institute. So if you go to uh, TimberCon and have a look at their website and you'll be able to see uh, Andrew Lawrence speaking um, at the conference on the 18th and 19th of March. And the new head office of Vancouver-based structural engineering firm Fast and Epp is recognised by the Canadian Wood Council for its innovation and ingenuity in wood and building design. The hybrid mass timber building located near downtown Vancouver on Yukon Street is among the first buildings in Vancouver to use mass timber as a structural material and will showcase the same structural innovations and technologies at the forefront of their consulting practice. The GC Wood Program aims to broaden the awareness of wood as a sustainable and renewable construction material and to increase the domestic capacity for wood in Canadian construction. Congratulations to all the team down at Fast and App. Really great to see you recognised by the Green Construction Wood Programme. News from Japan now, and Takanaka Corporation has just recently been given approval to erect a 70-metre-high wooden building in the Japanese capital city in Tokyo. The building will be 17 storeys high and the surface area of 26,000 square metres. It's for construction in a hybrid material using uh, Tekanaka's fire-resistant wood sheets provided by the Mitsui Fandasan Group extracted from the Hokkaido Forest. Construction of the asset is expected to begin in 2023 for completion a few years later in 2025. The building will become the tallest wooden skyscraper in Japan and will be located in the local financial and commercial district in the Japanese capital. The district was the starting point for five main roads that crossed Japan in the Edo period dating from 1603 to 1867. So today it is considered a zero kilometre in the city. KLH UK have released a brand new website earlier this week. The site is optimised for mobile devices and friendly and features all of the KLH product suite most notably including cross-laminated timber. Congratulations to Nick Clark and the team at KLH UK. Please go and visit the website if you have a moment. KLHUK.com, www.klhuk.com, all one word, and enjoy what they have to offer. And news from Sweden, wood products company Cetra will be supplying the timber frames for the second building in the Cedarhausen housing development in Stockholm, Sweden. The frames will be manufactured and packaged in Cetra's cross-laminated timber factory and transported to the construction site. Cedarhausen will be Sweden's largest residential development built in mass timber. The partnership with Cetra began last autumn with deliveries for the first apartment block and construction has been underway ever since and now the frame for the first building of the four buildings in the new neighbourhood has been completed. 
A design by architecture firm Codify has been selected as the winning entry for a competition to build a new mixed-use building in northern France. The project is to be constructed and in an urban quarter master plan by OAM in 1989 that comprises the city's main railway station. Titled Echo, Codify's competition-winning scheme will provide office space along with a catering and leisure program that includes a climbing club. And final bit of news, Effective Immediately Styles, the equipment manufacturing organisation, will be responsible for sales, service and support of all Steinemann technology in the United States and Canada. According to a statement released by the company, Steinemann USA personnel will join the Styles team and sales and service will be uninterrupted as both companies continue to expand their opportunities, including the composite panel industry and the growing cross-laminated timber and mass timber sector in North America. So that's it. That's all that's making news around the world this week. Tune in next week for another update. Coming up this week, we have two two very important people from the insurance sector talking to us about the way that we can advance mass timber with the insurance industry, not in spite of the insurance industry. An early engagement with them is the key to not having a nasty surprise at the end of the build project so that all the insurers that are coming along the journey understand exactly what it is that they're actually putting a risk calibration against. So listen in for Marcus Saunders and Jake Concannon from Gallagher International, and they'll bring you some exciting news around how they were able to work with the North Americans, including AXXL, to get a program for mass timber construction over the line in North America. Till then, have a great week. Look forward to speaking to you all very soon. I'm Paul Kramer. Have a great week.